The time will come when it will not be popular anymore. It's not popular now, but it will get worse. Amen. And Paul wrote to Timothy, he said, don't be ashamed of me. Don't be ashamed of the Lord. Don't be ashamed of my bonds because I'm a prisoner. Hallelujah. Because one day, the sons of God will rule and reign with Jesus. Hallelujah. On this earth, watch he said, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. So it's the power of God that helps us endure hardness. Amen. Deal with all these tough things and keep going. Watch. Who has saved us and called us with an holy calling? Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose. You notice he had a purpose. In mind when he saved you. And grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus. Look at what I'm telling you. When was it given to us? Before the world began. We're not even born yet. But he gave it to us. Glory to God. So if somebody just came, and the last prophet God sent, I don't know which God sent him, but sorry, you're too late. This happened. Before the world began. Those are the bullets I wait on Muslims with. Bang! He said, well, oh, that's, he, that's what the Bible says. I said, okay, aren't you telling me what the Quran says? So what makes you think that the Quran is more authentic? Haven't you heard all these young people? I saw something that hilarious. First year students, second year students in college. Do you believe in God? Oh, I'm a scientist. You are what? <laughs> Organic chemistry is still whipping your behind, and you're a scientist. <laughs> you don't even know beans about science. <laughs> so I'm a scientist. I don't believe. <laughs> I just laughed. <laughs> he said, the fool has said in his heart. <laughs> So you're a fool, you're ignorant. All right, now watch. But is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death. Listen now. He said, Jesus Christ has abolished death. So I have no business fearing death. There's no second death for me. He said that he delivered those who through fear of death was in bondage all their life. These are the things done for us, but we haven't received them. And we walk around, we're terrified. People are afraid of dead bodies. I said, if the guy couldn't do anything to me while he was alive, what would he do to me dead? I can slap him. No response. (laughs) <laughs> All right, watch. But it's now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who had abolished death 
and brought, had brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Life and immortality. We will live forever. Amen. Amen. Whereunto I'm appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed. And I know that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right. I still have a few minutes. Now let's go to the second one, Revelation 3. Verse 11. Behold, I come quickly. I'm, I'm about to preach to you now. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man... Isn't that amazing? He said, don't let any man take your crown from you. If a man is not able to take your crown, will he be warning you? This is why I keep warning people about relationships in America. People build up personal relationships above their eternal destiny. A group of people will gather up and they're all wrong as two left shoes. And nobody's correcting anybody. Like somebody said to me years ago, that's my family. I said, oh, so your family don't do wrong. If it's your family, then we change the scriptures. So don't let any man take your crown. This almost cost me my destiny. I was in ministry with these people without a destiny. And I got confused and I thought we all had the same destiny. And we were fighting over having a meeting, you know, who will get what room to have a meeting, you know. The sanctuary has the sound and everything. The other one you have to set up and all this strife and all this. And I almost lost my destiny. Those people are still there. And I'm preaching the gospel in nations. Working miracles all over the world. Flying a jet. If I call them turkeys, you know, some of you that know them and their friends will get upset. But if you compare what was going on, that's an eagle and turkeys. Because you think that the person sitting next to you has the same destiny as you. Just because they go to Resurrection House for all nations, it doesn't even mean they are saved. You don't know what is in people. It's only when they're pressed that the juice comes out. Hallelujah. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Because you can, when something happens and you curse, it's in there. You remember that old pray good commercial? Oh, it's not a mistake. Don't say, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. What just happened called out who is in you. Amen. Not what is in you, who is in you. You see, when the man penned by the Holy Ghost, he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. But all of a sudden, if foul language comes out, you know there are some bad boys in there. Yes, sir. 
Okay, what did doctor call them? Uh, not demons, but demons. demons. The demons in there. So don't let any man take your crown. Amen. They don't know who called you. They don't know where God is taking you. They don't know why you have to go through all the pain you've gone through. Amen. They don't know. That's why in any relationship I have, when strife enters it, I withdraw from it. I won't let you take me away. Hallelujah. He said, for Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. When God has shown me where I'm going, I've told you I've seen my Philippine crusade. I've seen all these glory things around the world. The dismantling of Islam. How can I leave it and be fighting with you over nothing when you are called to nothing? No, I'll pull away from you. I'm honing into that thing. I told you God said to me, go buy some quilts. And at night, come and wrap yourself up on this altar. He said, wait on me until I visit you. And give you your charge for stadium crusades. And you'll get up and act it out. Hallelujah. Do you know what you're running for? I'm not running for money. I'm not running for more members. I'm not running for anything else. I have only one assignment, to put Jesus back where he belongs. Amen. On earth, in every nation, Jesus Christ is Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. To the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Yeah. He said to me, it wouldn't be much preaching. It would be demonstrations of glory. He said, I want to show all nations, all religions, that Jesus Christ is my son. And he's my gift to the world. We're going to bring in a bountiful harvest. He said to me, you will take a few boxes of food and set it in the middle of the stadium and lift it up and give thanks to me and I will multiply it. He said, you will need 12 tractor trailers to move the groceries. Hallelujah. He said, a nation will be saved in one day. Hallelujah. Come on, Resurrection House. Don't let any man take your crown. It don't matter what their last name is. Don't let any man detract you from Jesus, from your call, from your assignment. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I look forward when I see my daughter standing up on stage and singing to a hundred thousand people with the glory of God moving, shaking the stadium. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It'll be glory, glory, demonstrations, miracles, signs, wonders. That's why I'm reading the New Testament. He says, you're part of the remnant that will replicate every miracle I did. 
Amen. you would do all of them. You see, when I started this message, I was showing you how he healed the blind, all the different methods. That's why I'm studying them. So when it's my turn, I know what to do. Hallelujah. So if you see me in a meeting, all of a sudden I'm going, all blind people, line up. And we have a pool set up, go wash over there. And they will come see him. Whichever way, hey, hallelujah. Whichever way he wants to get it done. Glory. Glory to God. So don't let any man take your crown. You mean you went through hell and high water all these years? And finally, God had mercy on you and brought you to salvation. And somebody will take your crown. People don't understand it. You see, that's why Jesus commended Peter for receiving a revelation that he was the Christ. And then two seconds later, called him a devil. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. You have to know when your own relative, your own son or daughter or wife or husband, when Satan is talking through them. Because... That's the way the kingdom is designed. Jesus knew at that moment that it wasn't Peter talking. That that was Satan. And he bypassed Peter and addressed Satan. I may hurt your feelings for a moment, but I deliver myself and you. It's a new season. It's a new glory. So don't let any man take your crown. They really yank it off your head. And many times people are mouthing off at things they cannot live themselves. You don't know how tough my life is. You don't know what you're judging. Because you can't handle a lick of what I'm dealing with. So don't let any man take your crown. Don't let any life issue take your crown. He said, because if you overcome, I'll make you a pillar. Unmovable. Unmovable. So many people have run a faltering race. You know, the natural teaches you the spiritual. It doesn't matter how well you run a race if you don't finish. If you don't cross that finish line, it doesn't matter. And one of the greatest things that came out of the last Olympics was that this guy in the marathon, the 26-mile marathon, he ran, he was first. And just a quarter of a mile before the finish line, he just gave up and fell down. And his brother was coming and went there and grabbed him Somebody else came and passed them. He grabbed his brother and held him and took off running and passed that person. And when he got to the finish line, he pushed that brother across to be first. Hallelujah. That's the Holy Ghost in your life. (laughs) They asked him, why would you do that? 
Why would you do that? At least, why didn't you, then when you got to the finish line, then you cross first? He said, no, it was his place. He was ahead of me. He was first. Evidently, their dad is not there. He said, what will I tell my mother? That I saw my brother. Hallelujah. Faltering. That's the kind of friends you need. I'm not going to let you fall. I'm not going to let you die. You're going to finish this thing. Come on, let's run. Not crown takers, seducers, deceivers, naysayers, tall talkers. When we were, you know, on Glory 4, I told him about this guy that always trying to counsel me about my marriage. I just listened to him. Then I watched him, and he got under one attack, and everything fell apart. And then I look up, he's shacking up with somebody else. But he was counseling me. <laughs> the whole family scattered. His only daughter, you know, started having children out of wedlock, got two or three babies. I said, people are ministering above their experience because they haven't been under the fire. You hear them say, give it to Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Until it's their turn to give it to Jesus. <laughs> and that time they, they're not going to hear anything you're saying. No, 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 no. I ain't taking that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Give it to Jesus. All right, all right. <laughs> I said, he was just making noise all those years. Just flipped completely. Mm. Okay, now watch. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast that no man. He said, whatever I've taught you, you better Hold on to it. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. It's somebody that will talk you out of it. Hold on to it. I told you all the people Satan sent me to seduce me. They have all died. The guy came to me. So what's your vision? I said, my vision is to serve God where I'm at. And take care of the responsibilities given to me. I understand that, but what's your vision? I said, I just told you. He said, no, 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 but you should have your own vision. I said, no, it's you that are confused. That's my vision. Because he said, run the race that is set before you. Not the one you are planning to run. Take care of what's before you now. Otherwise, you're not getting to where you think you're going. I rejected his counsel. And watched him flounder around until he died. I've seen so many people die. People are trying to disciple. Their heads were bigger than mine. I keep hearing, this one has died. This one has died. This one, these are all failed destinies. That's why they told you that the, the, uh, the, the, the cemetery is the richest place. Even the, the guy I was trying to disciple, the, dro the drugs won't leave me alone. He's an excellent musician. I heard he just died. 
<laughs> but when he was rebelling against me, he thought <laughs> the wife was doing the choir, and the wife went and told the choir that they have left the church, and then she has no respect for pastors, and didn't tell me anything, and they left. See, that's the kind of things people do. You don't know it's God you're doing that to. You think you can see all this that God has done and think I'm doing it? No, you need drugs. <laughs> so you can come back to your senses. If you see all these miracles, I pray they will be accepted. <laughs> because if you see what God is doing all around the world, first of all, don't put your mouth on it. Because you don't have the strength to contend with what you're speaking against. Listen to this. Don't let any man take your crown. I need to keep screaming it because it's happening right and left. So hold fast that which thou hast that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God. And he shall go no more. And I will write upon him the name of my God. Hallelujah. And the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. You notice how personal he's making it? My God, my God, my God. And I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, Hallelujah. I've explained to you that pillars are key people in ministry. When they move, the house moves. I've seen people seem popular and doing a lot of things, and they left, and nobody even noticed that they moved. Those are not pillars. When a pillar moves, you know. You can't get it done. Watch. Galatians chapter 2. Verse 8. Galatians 2 8. For he that wrought effectually in Peter to the apostleship of the circumcision, the same was mighty in me toward the Gentiles. And when James, Cephas, which is, I believe, is Peter, and John, who seemed to be pillars. Perceived the grace that was given unto me, they gave to me and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship, that we should go unto the heathen, and they unto the circumcision. Only they willed that we should remember the poor, the same which I also was forward to do. So in the early church, James, John, Peter, the same three that Jesus took up to the Mount of Transfiguration. The same three that Jesus would take to go heal, raise the damsel from the dead. He said they were pillars. Beloved, the fight is fierce because the inheritance is eternal and Satan is jealous of you. He knows you will inherit what he lost. But I encourage you 
on your journey. Learn to keep your mouth shut. When you hear of other people's struggles, don't say anything. The best thing you can do is to pray for them. Not pray about them, but for them to keep yourself protected so that things beyond your own strength and ability will not come your way. You can make it, you can win the fight you're in, and you will triumph by the mighty hand of God. Amen. David said to the Lord, we will triumph by the work of your hands. We flourish as a palm tree. The book of Psalms says, call today 770-994-3777. The prayer ministers agree with you. They've been through the fire. They know what it means to go through trouble. <clears throat> I just had a flash in my spirit. You know, you're going through something with your son. Don't despair. Don't let a temporary setback cause you to forget what God showed you when he was conceived or about his life. The counsel of the Lord shall stand. Satan is a liar and your faith will defeat him, not your fear. Don't panic. Stop fretting and don't start acting crazy. Don't start ordering things that would now mess him up. No. Believe what the Lord said. Confess the testimony of the Lord over him. He will make it. In Jesus' name. Call today, 770-994-3777. The prayer ministers agree with you in prayer. And may God touch your life and touch your son and touch all of you watching the voice of resurrection. Put your seed in the ground for a bountiful harvest in 2024. May grace and glory come your way. May the miracles of God, the fire of God upon this ministry come to your life in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Some of you still prefer the good old mail. Then it's P.O. Box 251, Union City, Georgia, 30291. <clears throat> you can also write uh, 6605 Resurrection Way, Union City, Georgia, 30291. Amen. We love you. Keep praying for us. Join the army of God. If you're a minister, come and lock hands with us for end time global harvest. Yes, internet. It is not a ministry association as you know it. No, it's a ministry group where ministers that now understand their purpose and that our agenda is to reestablish the kingdom of God right here on earth. And we join together for citywide crusades all across the earth. Then come and join us. We'll fellowship together. We have conquest once a year where we share these things and the secrets God has given to us. It will help you and your ministry give you the breakthroughs you're looking for. In Jesus' mighty name, we're here with the goods. We're not into the politics. When people humble themselves to come, they'll receive the blessing. Otherwise, we're not pressed. We'll keep ministering to those we have. God bless you. Receive grace in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
Space Club.